Welcome, folks, to another exciting episode of Tank Talk, the last episode of Tank Talk in the Fish House for quite a while hmm. because have a huge update. Uh, well, not update, but, you know, we're going to talk about why we're not going to be in the Fish House for a while. But before I do that, I have to make sure you're aware my beautiful wife is back with me here today. But you're not going to see her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's I know that sounds weird, but uh, the next, well, we hope six episodes, but let's be realistic. It's probably going to be four or five. The next four or five episodes of Tank Talk will be filmed, recorded at Aquashella Daytona Beach. And I'm very excited about it. And I mentioned it in my episode when I went to uh, Aquariums Unlimited, but there's a certain somebody that's going to be there that wasn't supposed to be there. Oh, is it me? It's you. Oh, <laughs> I, I had to think about that. I was like, wait, who is it? <laughs> yep, uh, you've, you've made the decision. You are going to make the trip down to Daytona. We're going down separately for the way down, but then uh, we're driving back up together. It's a long story. It doesn't really matter. But the best thing about it is you will be there. Uh, and so you're going to try to do at least one. Mm -hmm. Who is the who is the guest you're going to have on well, your Well, I don't want to spoil it. Why not? Because what if there's something that happens and we don't have time? I've already said all five of the ones oh. that are supposed to be on mine. I, I am not going to spoil my surprise. Well, then I'm going to say it. Okay, fine, I won't. Jeez, what a party pooper. I'm going to tell you who I am supposed to have as guests, uh, but anything can happen. Some of these could, for whatever reason, drop out because they just weren't able to do it. I don't think anybody's going to intentionally avoid being a guest on the podcast. I think if, if they're not able to do it, it's because they weren't able to do it. Uh, I'm going to have Will Nace. That guy owns a zoo, folks. You're going to want... And I to get be, to finally, I'm so excited I'm going to be there. Are you going to, oh, well, yeah, you're going to sit in with us? Well, not for your podcast, but. Oh, you get to see all of the goodies that he's yeah, going to have with him. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, he's bringing a whole lot of really cool stuff. He's got so many cool exotic animals, and these are things that you don't typically see. And one of them is going to be in the hotel room with us, <laughs> which I'm super excited about. But That's we're so also cool. supposed to have. Rob from Flip Aquatics, Jason from Primetime Aquatics, Jeff Miyaki, my favorite aquascaper on planet Earth, and Coralfish 12G. George Mavrakis is going to be a guest. Uh, if any of those people, for whatever reason, are not able to work it out, I'm going to see if I can find somebody to jump in in their place. It is going to be difficult. My beautiful wife just kind of made me aware of this, which uh, scares me a little bit. Usually the event is held at the same place as like at the hotel. It'll be a hotel that has this huge conference center. Well, with this one, it's like across the street. They're not connected. So it's not like, hey, let's run upstairs real quick and do this podcast. It's a little bit more involved in that. So I hope that doesn't make it more difficult. I suppose I could bring all of my stuff down and we could just film it right there in the media booth might be a little more convenient for some of the people that are going to be guests but hey you know we'll figure all of that out when the time comes but i can name several people that if any of these people bail out i'd be like hey and grab somebody else and, and do it might, i might grab those people anyway uh, and just record 12 episodes who knows i think jay would probably do it again just because he would be scared that you might hurt him or something well, he knows that if he's going to ever appear on this channel again, he's going to need to wear a hockey mask for safety purposes. You know, right. it's an OSHA rule. Uh, if you're not aware, in this very room, Jay and I, Jay Wilson, filmed a video and I injured him severely. He had to go to the hospital. Um, it was not intentional. I, I didn't hurt him on purpose. Oh, there's a frog. Uh, we get frogs in the fish house. And while we're sitting here talking, they just walk by and they're like, hey, what's up? No, they don't walk. They hop. They, they hop. Yeah. So I do want to uh, talk about 
another thing that's going to be happening at Aquashella that I am so excited about. I've hinted about it, but I want to make the announcement now because if you plan on attending Aquashella, I want you to be a part of it. I'm going to be filming four videos that are going to upload on this channel from Aquashella. The first is going to be, uh, I'm going to do two kind of man on the street type videos where I'm walking around the event. And I was going to ask you if possibly you could operate the camera for me. But if you can't, I will uh, I'll find somebody. And you could even be the one that does this. But no, I'm probably busy. I, it's true. She gets pulled in so many different directions when we're at these events. Uh, the What I'm going to do is I'm going to have two photos. Not going to tell you what they are. But I'm going to have two photos, one of this fish, one of that fish. And I'm going to walk around and I'm going to go to as many people as will participate and say, you can only keep one of these fish for the rest of your life. Which one would it be? I'm going to pick two fish that everybody knows and everybody probably loves. And it's going to be fun. We'll see who gets how many votes. And then the next one. You're going to be able to figure this out pretty easily. This one, we're going to we're going to rub some people the wrong way, not in person, uh -huh. but the video is going to cause a bit of controversy. Um, there is a particular fish. I think mm -hmm. you're going to be able to figure this out that a lot of people pronounce the name of this fish very differently. And it's one of the most popular fish in the entire hobby. And I'm going to walk around with a photo of one of those fish and I'm going to say, hey, sir, ma'am, little one, what is this fish called? Is it the biker? No. Hmm. It's a very popular fish um, that's typically not an alpha. She hmm. didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> this is a fish that everybody knows. And everybody in this hobby has probably had one of these fish at one point or another. And uh, it's going to be fun to, to kind of run a tally. I'll put it up on the screen this way, this way, and we'll count how many people do it. And, uh, and that'll be a lot of fun. But the two big ones that I'm doing, and Aquashella is actually helping me out with these videos. I'm going to set up a table. And the way I understand it, I have not been to this venue yet. But the way I understand it is there's going to be a lobby area outside of the event. So you're like the line to get in is not going to be outside. Uh, maybe if it gets long enough, like it does on Saturday mornings, it might extend outside. But uh, the line will be on the inside, you know, the ropes going back and forth and stuff like that. But there's like a lobby there. I'm going to set up a table there and I'm going to do two topics. One is going to be each day, uh, one topic each day, and they are going to be change my mind videos which I'm I'm so excited about because the two topics are going to be the first one for Saturday I figure Saturday that's the day that the most people are there it's going to be a you know crazy scene I'm going to be sitting in front of a sign or behind a sign that says saltwater aquariums suck change my mind oh we all know I don't believe saltwater aquariums suck. I love, you're sitting behind a gorgeous yeah. tank right there that I love. It's one of my favorites. I don't think saltwater aquariums suck, but for that conversation or for that video, I'm gonna play the role of the guy who thinks saltwater aquariums suck. And the idea is if you've ever seen any of these videos on YouTube, I'm not gonna say who kind of originated this idea because a lot of people would be mad at me, but it's basically sitting there and waiting for people to see that sign. And they come to me and they say, hey, wait a second there, Buster. I don't think saltwater aquariums suck. And I'm going to say, okay, come and sit down with me and let's talk about it. Change oh. my mind that saltwater aquariums suck. I'm sorry, but I think you're going to have some really pissed off people that Good. don't realize that you're doing this for this purpose and they're going to come up and they're going to be mad at you. That's the whole <laughs> point. That's the whole point. I'm not trying to get into a fight with anybody and I'm not, I'm certainly not going to be disrespectful. It's going to be, I want to have a conversation about it. You know, Hey, listen, explain to me why saltwater aquariums are so amazing. 
and I could be on that side and I could change somebody's mind. But for this video, I want, I'm going to be the guy that thinks saltwater aquariums suck. And I'm going to have the, the visitors there. I'm not going to, I mean, if I'm sitting there for an hour and nobody's coming by to talk to me, I might pull in a, a YouTuber or two, but this is going to be for visitors of the show, ticket holders of the show. Now, again, if nobody comes up to me, then I might grab a, a saltwater YouTuber. But, you know, I'm not going to have Chattanooga Ed come in and <laughs> because, you know, that would just be, I don't think Ed has any saltwater tanks. Why would he do that? But a saltwater channel certainly could. Um, makes me sad that, that Jake couldn't I, participate in that. I can't even imagine Ed getting mad and trying to change your mind. That's true. Ed, <laughs> Ed would be the one standing back, making sure nobody gets mad at me because Ed just likes <laughs> to keep the peace with everything. So yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun. It's not to piss people off. It's not to cause a big riot. It's more to start a conversation. That's all it is. Jake and I, Jake Adams and I started a movement uh, that was to, to bridge the gap between freshwater and saltwater. And this is my way of continuing that work that him and I started. Unfortunately, Jake is no longer with us. So I have to take the reins and I have to see what I can do about that. So that's going to be on Saturday. On Sunday, this is another one. And Mark Kornberg so badly wants to get involved in this one. The sign is going to say, I want it to say big, I want it to say PetSmart and Petco are good for the hobby. Change my mind. But it may end up saying big box pet stores are good for the hobby. Change my mind. Depends on the politics of it all. Aquashella might not be okay. Even though I'm going to be the guy that's advocating for PetSmart and Petco. I'm not going to allow it to be a video that's just all trashing those. Petco knows us as advocates for them. So, you know, I think that's going to turn out to be a very interesting video. It's going to, it's going to start fun conversations. And that's what it's all about. So if you are going to Aquashella, uh, I do not have a time for this. I'm not obligated to do any talks or anything like that for this show. So I'm basically going to look at the schedule when it's finally released. And I'm going to say, okay, looks like this time is going to be a good time for it. And, uh, and I'm going to set up and, and I'm going to sit out there. And I'll probably sit out there for a couple hours and see what happens. Um, there's not going to be any guarantee that every single person that talks to me is going to end up being in the videos because, you know, you might get somebody that's like, you MF are stupid, you know, I, I'm not going to put that in the video. <laughs> I hope I don't make anybody that mad, but you never know. These days it is 2023. So don't worry, I got your back. Thank you. I know as long as you're there, I'll be safe. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about Unless that. Unless a cat walks by, then I don't know what to tell you. What is that movie where there's the dog and he's having a conversation and then he goes, squirrel. I don't remember what movie that is. <laughs> that is this woman with cats. We could be driving down the road, having a nice conversation and we're both into the conversation. And then she's like, oh, there's a cat. So she's not telling you a lie. If there was a cat, I'd be doomed. <laughs> well, and it, you like to make fun of me, go down the road. And if I see one on the side of the road or something, that's not alive anymore you're like i'm sorry for your loss that's that, that's how i cope i don't like seeing that either I, it brings back horrible memories for me of, of that happening to one of my pets so i i block it out well they all make me sad if i see that so yeah i don't want to see that i mean it doesn't make me sad if it's like a possum or a raccoon or you know it's like i okay. feel really bad for them too I do too, but it's, you know, it happens with them. You're not used to seeing cats and dogs on the side of the road. But anyway, where is this conversation going? If you are going to be at Aquashella, Daytona Beach, November 4th and 5th, come and see me. Let's do those videos together. Again, I don't have times for these. So if you want to take part in it, just make sure you're going to be there all day. There's going to be so many things to do. You're going to be there all day anyway. And don't forget. It's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the time change. <coughs> oh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. We got to lose an hour of sleep and then we got to drive 10 hours home and go get your car and all of that. Uh, yeah, that's we're gonna have to go get your car on Monday. But anyway, 
that's what's going on. Aquashella is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Going to get these four videos uh, and hopefully at least six podcasts. But I'm really hoping for like four because, you know, things happen and uh, and people can't do it. So be looking forward to those videos coming out very soon. And uh, there we go. That's all we have for the updates for the day. Main topic time. Very excited. Oh, are we starting? We are starting. I, you know, before we start, I do have to make a formal apology. Hmm. It's been a couple of weeks since this happened, and I'm very sorry. But there was the unfortunate incident that occurred. I believe it was two weeks ago. It's confusing because we don't record these the day of release. Uh, there was a certain thing that was in a, a past episode of this podcast that um, was supposed to be edited out. And it oh. wasn't. You're talking about when I said. <laughs> yes. Uh, typically, you know, I would edit those things out. And I swear, I remember editing that out. If you're listening to this in audio form, you probably didn't hear her say what she said. But in the video form, you could have seen her pointing, I have to go pee. And I thought I edited that out but i didn't and this is and, why uh, i will never trust you again and <laughs> i will just sit here very quietly and wait till i know for sure <laughs> that the camera is off <laughs> yeah that was brutal i feel bad about I'm it glad but, i didn't uh, pick my nose or something yeah uh, not that I'm, i would but you know <laughs> i mean we all have to pick our nose from time to time so anyway, I feel bad about that. Uh, sorry about that. Did not mean to embarrass my wife. Shame on it me. It was funny, though. Shame on me for letting that happen. So uh, today's main topic comes from an email that I got. Uh, I'm not going to talk about names because I didn't screenshot that part. Uh, but this is not a bad email. It's not uh, somebody that was wrong and, uh, you know, I'm keeping their name secret because I don't want to embarrass them. It's nothing like that. I just didn't do it. Um, but this was an email that came from a customer of ours. And, uh, and it says, need help. I have a 55 gallon freshwater tank and can't figure out why ammonia is high. Same amount of fish for two years. I do regular water changes and gravel cleaning. Nitrite and nitrate are perfect. Red flag. Recently added Fritz 7 and still getting high ammonia. Have not had this issue for past two years, for the past two years. Fish still thriving, but worried I can't get the ammonia down. Um, I would love for you to say, I, I was so proud uh, because I've, I've taught you well. And you've learned so much from other people, too. I don't mean to take credit for all of it. Or maybe I read a book or something. Uh, yeah, who knows where you got your education from, but you're definitely an educated woman when it comes to fish keeping. When I read that email to you, your first reaction was also my first reaction, but I'd like for you to, uh, to say what that was. Well, I, my first thing, my first thought was, what about the water source? You know, is it, coming out that way because I ha I do know of situations where ammonia will come out of the tap water. Yep. I have had that. Yeah. I've had I ammonia. I remember. Uh, and I've also had extraordinarily high iron in my water, uh, which I had to run an RO system. And uh, when, when I found that out, I, I rented a house this was actually the house that uh, we started breeding fish accidentally in. And I had the, the fry tank in the bedroom and we would sit in the bedroom and fantasize about someday starting a business and going broke. But <laughs> that house, when I first moved in, I, you know, I had to have somewhere to go. I had recently been separated. I, I had to have somewhere to go. And, uh, and I found that house. I did not have the opportunity to test the water before moving in there. The house was on a well. And it was it had so much iron in it you could smell it and all of the uh appliances like the the sink the dishwasher the toilets the bathtub they were all yellow and white i don't mean clothes. they were you couldn't even yeah. wash your clothes white clothes it was horrible yeah white clothes turned yellow uh, so i had to replace white clothes quite regularly i did Bleach end didn't up even touch it nope 
when I first moved in there um, and I found out that I had this issue, I went to my sister's house who had a crystal clean well, super deep well, and I would fill up like 10 five-gallon buckets and transport them to my house. They all had lids on them. I would have to do that every single week, and I would do my water changes and refill it with those buckets. You know, you got to do what you got to do, but I ended up installing an RO system in there, which would remove all of that iron and all of that. I had to replace the, um, what is it called? I forget what it's called, but the 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 filter in there, daggone it, it's escaping me. The main filter in the RO system, I had to replace that like once a month. That's how bad it was. I mean, it, it was it was horrible, but I got good clean water out of it. I remineralized it and I put it into the tanks and the fish were breeding and it was great, but it was a huge hassle building up to that. Um, the whole reason why I'm talking about that is because what you just said, you know, sometimes there is a bad water source. I've heard of city water with ammonia in it. I've heard of well water with ammonia in it. I've heard of both with high nitrate levels in it. And you got to know that and you got to deal with that before you put them in your tanks. So that was my immediate response to him too was, have you checked the water straight out of the tap? And, and what did that say? Uh, he responded and said, I tested it and it's not coming out of the tap. So <clears throat> the question becomes, how did we get here? And I'm one of those people that believes something had to happen. And I'm, right. and I'm not saying this like to point blame and say, it's your fault, the person who emailed me. I'm not saying it for that reason. I'm just saying it's not common. It can happen. Tanks can just crash. But it's more common that something happened which caused you to lose your cycle. Whether that's did a thorough cleaning of the filter and it just took too big of a hit to the, the beneficial bacteria and the, the cycle died off, uh, adding a bunch more fish, which he said, same he fish for the last two years. Yeah, but fish grow. So a fish that was this big two years ago is now that big, all of them, you know, have grown that. Well, uh, my response to I that. I guess would, over time, but. Yeah, it's not like that happens overnight. If that happened overnight, yeah. we'd be in trouble. But the bacteria is going to grow to match that load right. as they grow. So that, but I mean, you know, what you're saying is a fact that happens. wonder if he switched fish foods, maybe. I mean. Overfed a different kind of food he wasn't used to feeding or something. That's, I actually hadn't thought about that. You, you switched up foods, a different type of food typically isn't going to cause more ammonia than the other, but fish aren't used to it. Maybe they don't, they don't like it. it. They don't eat it. It goes down to the bottom. It rots. Mm -hmm. That's a really, really good point. Um, could be, we've seen this before. And when you have a tank that has a lot of fish in it, mm -hmm. this might happen. You don't notice a fish dies and it gets stuck behind a rock. And a dead fish will cause an ammonia spike. I mean, mm -hmm. it will happen. Uh, if it's a giant tank like this or, or really any of the ones on this side of the room, it most likely would not affect the water that severely. But if it's, uh, you know, if it's a 29, actually this one's a 55. So it, maybe, maybe it could. Or you never know. I mean, moving around all your decorations at one time. Mm -hmm get them that I mean the list is long of the things that could cause something like this but and I'm a firm believer in if we do enough investigating we're going to figure out that there was something mm -hmm. that caused that um, maybe this person again I'm using this as a learning tool I'm not accusing this person of anything I've given this person a bunch of advice which I will share with you uh, so I'm not pointing fingers and all of this all I'm doing right now is going through all of the, uh, the different possibilities that there might be. Uh, it could be that, you know, maybe you, you fell off on your maintenance a little bit. And, you know, instead of doing your maintenance every couple of weeks, didn't he say, I do regular water changes. 
that could mean my regular water changes are once every six months. Mm -hmm. It could be I do them twice a week. I don't really know there, but you know, maybe it got behind because you had that wedding to go to, you, your car broke down, whatever. You, you missed a couple of water changes. It happens, it happens to all of us. You miss those, those bits of maintenance, things start to build up, that food's building up, the waste is building up, and the bacteria that's in there that normally is able to handle it, for whatever reason, just gives up and says, I can't handle it anymore, and, uh, and, and dies off, and then you end up with that big ammonia spike. Did um, he mention whether he had a cat or not? No. You know, I'm just saying, maybe he didn't feed his cat his favorite food and he peed in his fish tank. <laughs> just saying, it could happen. <laughs> Listen, I've spent the last two weeks watching nonstop TikTok, so I would believe just about anything. <laughs> All fish keeping stuff. I don't think I've ever watched a video on TikTok that was not fish keeping related, uh, except for maybe some that you've sent me, the, the mm. funny people with... Anyway... Uh, there's, there's a lot of shenanigans happening on TikTok and uh, you're going to be seeing that in videos coming up. Who knows what caused this problem, but I'm more likely to believe something happened that caused it instead of just saying, oh, it was just one of those spontaneous tank crashes. Those do happen. The tank just gives up. It happens. But it's more likely that something caused that um, like I said, a major filter maintenance, uh, whatever. But regardless of that. A drunk friend could have come over. Peed in the tank. Yeah, forgot which way to go to the bathroom. Hey, I'm just throwing some stuff out there. And the things you're throwing out there are <laughs> things that could certainly happen. And I would almost bet there are videos on the internet of that happening. In fact, there's a video on our channel where it looks like I'm peeing in a tank. But Oh, yeah. And you walk in and say, what are you doing? Oh, that was funny. But um, peeing in a tank is something that I've seen in my comment section a lot. And it's usually people trying to be funny. Why don't you pee in the tank? That'll get the cycle going. Anyway, yeah. you have high ammonia in the tank. I am somebody that I like to diagnose why did this happen? Not so that I just feel better about it, but also so that I can prevent it from the happening in the future. Mm -hmm. If it happened because I fell behind on my maintenance, well, I know that I need to not fall behind on my maintenance. If it happened because I added a particular product or changed up foods, whatever it is, I know there's a problem to fix now. I've got the problem to fix of having to get my tank cycled again, but we also have the problem to fix that caused this thing to begin with. So my advice to him, without knowing any of those things, it's not like I went back and forth with him for four days. Did you try this? Did you do that? I ain't got time for all that. I got too many TikTok videos to watch. I said to him, here's what I want you to do. I want you, for the time being, for the next several water changes, to just do water out, water in. No vacuuming the substrate. If you, if you have bangers in the tank like I do that are just massive waste producers and you want to not vacu a 55 gallon yeah I mean probably not you know how many Oscars are in 55 gallons I've been watching TikTok trust me I know I don't know what fish he has uh, same amount of fish though is, is what he said but if you just can't get past the idea you know of not vacuuming your your substrate okay just don't do it as thoroughly as you normally would i'm not saying leave a, a gnarly mess in there i'm just saying the more you the more work you do the more steps back you're going to be taking it, it's the one step forward two steps back thing if you go in there and you're because he asked me should i clean out my filter? Should I clean out my substrate? Should I do all of these things? And I'm like, no, because the more of those things you do, the more steps back you're taking. It, you go and do a huge filter maintenance. That might be what you got you here to begin with. Is that big giant filter maintenance or changing the sponges or whatever it is. So don't, don't do any of that. Leave the filter alone. Don't touch it. 
Leave your substrate alone if you can. So many people nowadays have substrates that they don't vacuum anyways because they're sand or it's a, a planted substrate or whatever. Um, he did not say plants. Um, so it, it, for a lot of people, this isn't going to be an issue. Oh, I'm not going to vacuum the substrate. That's fine, guys. I don't do that anyway. But leaving the tank alone as much as possible, doing water in, water out, or water out, water in, water changes without doing anything else, that is going to be what sets us back on the right track. And then one of the most important elements to this is that room is still filling up with smoke. Still filling up with smoke. And the fish are in there. And Don't overfeed. Well, yeah, that's true. That's not what I was going to say, but yeah, you're right. Uh, feeding sparingly is, is definitely a good one. But that ammonia is still there. Mm. And the fish are in there. They've been in there for a while, two years. They've adapted to that ammonia, but it's still not pleasant. They're still in that room full of smoke. So let's treat the tank with Prime or Fritz Complete. These are not just water conditioners. These are water conditioners that remove chlorine, chloramine, but they also detoxify ammonia. So what you're doing is you're getting that smoke out of there. It's technically still there, but it's detoxified. Hmm. Uh, it's not an ammonia remover. It just makes the ammonia safe for the fish. Get that ammonia to where the, you're not gonna kill your fish. I always recommend Fritz Complete first, Seachem Prime. Those are the two go-tos for me. Uh, one of those two products, use either one all the time. <laughs> I mean, be testing. If the ammonia is high, put that in there. I mean, if you have somewhere to put the fish, you could. But the way I look at it is the fish have been in there the whole time. And he said they're still doing well. They're, I believe he used the word thriving. Hmm. Uh, fish still thriving. So you, your fish, they're okay. But let's still use ammonia. Uh, let's not use ammonia. Mm -hmm. Let's use something to detoxify that ammonia so that it doesn't end up getting too much for them to be able to tolerate. And while we're working through this, be testing it and putting in that Fritz Complete or Prime and then test, 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 test. Water changes as needed, only water out, water in, don't mess with anything else and let this tank cycle again. Basically, watch videos on doing a fish in cycle because that's what you have. People attribute cycling an aquarium to a brand new aquarium. And you do have to do that. But you also have to cycle an aquarium that has lost its cycle. So, you know, you're, you're basically starting from scratch again. Start as if this tank was new. There you go. And that's, that's what's gonna get your fish through it. That's what's gonna get you through it. And then if you have the right fish in there, add some plants. Yes. There's no nitrate in the tank right now because it's not cycled. But add some plants, that'll help you out too and keep things more fresh and everybody, and order them from us too. He, he's already a customer from us. So, you know, we'll send out the plants for you. And then, but I've been in this position before and the biggest mistake I made, and I, I made this mistake, I don't even remember when it was like 1994. I, I think I've even told this story on this podcast before where I was just messing with it, messing with it, messing with it, and I couldn't get it right, which is, sounds like this is where this person is. And, and it was frustrating me so bad. Not only did I have high ammonia, but my water was gray because of that high ammonia. And it was just a nightmare, and I couldn't get it to stop. And my buddy came in who knew about fish, and he said, leave it alone. Stop messing with it. You messing with it is what's causing it to never get where it needs to be. And that was a huge light bulb moment for me. Like, sort oh. of like with a pimple, leave it alone. We're just gonna keep flaring up and getting worse. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I always like using the human analogy and uh, you've certainly done that. that. That makes sense, but it's true. You know, you, if you leave it alone, you probably won't get a scar from it. But 
or spread the bacteria all over your face and get more pimples. We've seen the people that have them everywhere. And we knew people in high school that had them everywhere. I was lucky I didn't have them. I wasn't one of those. I went to a dermatologist most of my life. So. (laughs) Well, I look at your glorious skin now. It's obviously it's worked for you. Well, thank you so much. Um, But yeah, you know, if you mess with the pimples, you end up doing more damage than if you would have just left it alone. And that's exactly the same thing here. The more you mess with your tank, trying to get it right. And that's what really sucks about it. It's that you're trying to fix this. And it's hard to get that into your head. The concept that you're trying to fix it is what's actually hurting you. So take a step back. Your fish, according to you and anybody else, you know, if you're going through this and your fish are okay, if your fish are okay, then you know, hey, listen, leave it alone. Let it do its thing. You're messing with it to death. That's probably the best way to, just, to say it. You're messing with it to death. Um, and you're, you're going to end up going from bad to worse if you keep messing with it. Now, if your fish, which this guys are not, but if you're listening to this and you've had this scenario before, or you're going through this right now, if your fish are up at the top gasping for air. Then you need to mess with it. You have to mess with it. (laughs) However, my response to that would be pretty much the same. Because what we've got to do is we've got to get your fish, we got to bounce them back, we got to get them happy again, and we've got to recycle your tank. So, but we're going to do it the same way. Immediate large water change, and you'll see them perk up like that. If they're up at the top, you know, doing that whole thing, we've all seen that. We have nightmares about that. If that's happening, there is high ammonia in the tank. Get Doing a large water change, it's what's going to get that ammonia or down. Make sure your filter is plugged in. And there's that too. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going under the assumption that all mechanically everything's working right. But all of a sudden your fish are up at the top gasping for air. Yeah, that is the first thing I would check. Make sure your filter's plugged in. If it's not, they're, they're suffocating. And that's why that's happening. But if the filter's all running and, and the water's moving, and it, but it's the fish are still suffocating, what do I do? Gigantic water change. And you're going to be using complete or prime to, uh, to condition the water that you're putting in there anyway, but it's even more important to use it there. Treat the whole tank. If you have a 55-gallon tank and you do a 50% water change, which is what I would do minimum, if you have this problem where the fish are gasping for air, minimum 50% water change. I'd probably even do more than that. People are afraid to go bigger than that. I, I say, get it out of there and put fresh water in there. Your, your fish are dying, so you can't make it worse. So even if it's a 70 or 80% water change, don't condition only the water that you replace. Condition the whole tank. So use the prime, use the complete, however much you would use for the whole tank to help Obviously, it's going to condition the new water you're putting in, but also eliminate that ammonia that's left over. Mm-hmm. But even if your fish are gasping for air, I would tell you the exact same thing. I would give you the exact same advice. Large water changes, regular water changes. As long as ammonia keeps showing up and keeps spiking, I'm still doing water changes. Only water. I'm not messing with anything else. I'm treating with complete, I'm treating with prime, one or the other, you don't want to do both. Um, And ride it out, keep doing that. It sucks if it's a tank this size, but if it's a 55 gallon, you know, that a water change, a 50% water change in a 55 gallon should take you 30 minutes. If you ain't got 30 minutes to save your fish's lives, you're in the wrong hobby. I'm not talking directly to the person that sent that email, I'm just saying anybody who was like, I can't spend 30 minutes a day doing Well, all I'm gonna say is you're watching this video. <laughs> anyway, take that 30 minutes, do that water change. Um, this is another reason why I installed the system that I did in this tank. You see that white pipe, pipe there? That is a pipe that is providing, whenever when I turn it on, it's like a faucet. It's providing fresh water in there. I can do a 50% water change in this tank, which is 180 gallons, takes me about 45 minutes. And I never even get a drop of water on my hands because of the system that I put in there. And that's why, so that it's easy. 
I'll do it whenever I want. The other day, we were working on your tank, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a water change while we're working on your tank. Bloop. I just push the button, and there we go. I don't have to do anything. Um, and that's why. I don't have any problems in that tank. It was just due for a water change. Um, but if, if those fish, which are super, super important to me, if something started going on with them, that's the very first thing I would do. All right, I need to start getting some of that water out of there. I know there are people on YouTube that are against the idea of whenever anything goes wrong, do automatic water changes. And in a lot of situations, I agree with those people, but not in this situation. Not when there's high levels of ammonia present. I want to get that dirty water out of there. And yeah, we can put prime in there. We can put complete in there to get us through, but I want to get that water out of there. Um, there are a lot of people anything that ever goes wrong in an aquarium, the automatic responses do water changes. That's like uh, across the board online, you're going to get that advice for anything that's wrong in your tank. And I agree with some YouTube, uh, Bob Steenfot talks about it all the time. Like it makes him so mad that people automatically go to do water changes. And that's not always the answer, but in this situation, it a hundred percent of the time is yeah. we need to get that water out of there. We need to open a window to let the smoke out so our fish don't suffocate. And then we assess things and figure out what's going on. And nor whenever I personally have had this problem, which hasn't happened in a very long time, the less I do with the tank, just water out, water in, conditioner, the less I do to it, the faster things rebound and the faster things go back to normal. So yep. less and is more. And if you have a planted aquarium, your plants are going to grow even better if you don't do as much. <laughs> it's very true. So absolutely very true. So there, I mean, shame on me. I almost did all the talking there on that main topic, but uh, you were doing so well. I, you know, I and you know me. I'll butt in if I want to. <laughs> no, really, I never knew that about you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the story of my life, folks. Yeah. So. Are you ready to do Lisa's world or should I do oh. John's world first? I've oh. got mine ready, so. I mean, I don't, I. Lisa's world! I guess so. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a whole lot personally to talk about, but I have some things that have happened in the fish room. Um, well, I was feeding the yellow labs. Oh, and boy. Yeah. And, and they were so cute. They were coming up and eating and they were so adorable. And then I looked down because I, when I fed them, the north fin will go down. Um, and as it was going down, they started going down with it. And I noticed two little fry and I was like, oh, they're so adorable. And that's about as far as it went because <laughs> they got eight right in front of me. And I was like, I was just so shocked. You know, it's like I saw them for a split second and they were gone. And it's not like it was a mama yellow lab trying to scoop them back up in her mouth. Mm -mm. It they was eight. Food. They were. Yeah, they got eight. I felt so bad. I really did. I wish I hadn't seen that. But it is what it is. So. Um, another thing, I found this cute little frog, and I gifted it to John, and he lost it. I did uh, no such thing. I put it in your pond, and you lost it. <laughs> I, I never even, I mean, I saw, it, so the story goes like this, folks. I was doing the podcast with Joey, which you watched last week. And uh, she comes up to my window as I'm sitting there talking to Joey and holds up a cup with the frog in it. That's the only time I saw that frog was oh. in that one instance. Mm -hmm. She put it at the pond and then I never saw it. It was a really cute frog. It was cute. I mean, I saw it for about 20 I seconds. I have video footage of it, thankfully. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we get frogs out here all the time. But yeah, that's probably it. I don't think anybody wants to hear about my cats. You know what probably happened to that frog? I mean, no, it was still a little too early for that. Our uh, our visitors 
that we've had in the backyard probably took care of that, that frog. Let's not talk about that. I don't want to think that. We have hoo-hoos. We, we do. And they're, they've been coming at night. You don't see them. You just hear them. You just hear them. Ooh, ooh, and there we have, it's, I can go out into my yard and I, I know exactly where they are because our trees are very far apart from each other. They're not like big, well, the, there's bunches in the back, but um, throughout the yard, they're very far apart from each other. So when you hear a, an owl call, it's pretty clear where those owls are. And I, I can go out into the yard and I know one of them's in this pine tree over here, one of them's in this sycamore over here, and then the other one's in this pine tree over here. And it's just, it's as clear as day. But it's a little creepy. I'm not going to lie. I think they're coming around because the peanuts, you know, had been out there and they were harvested and everything. Yep. So the mice were going after the peanuts and now they're coming here to go after the mice. Makes sense you, to me. That's very, very true. I, it makes total sense to me, too. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that because this is the first time we've had them in our yard. We've seen them around. But it's the first time we've had them in our yard. The one that I saw down the street like a month ago, like three days in a row, it was massive. Like its wings, when it flew down from the tree, it, it was massive. It was the biggest hoo-hoo I've ever seen in real life. Does anybody else think it's adorable that she calls them hoo-hoos? I think it's adorable. Mm. <laughs> the the hoo-hoos are not John's world today. Uh, I got to play the thing. John! I do have a John's World. It's an update on a past John's World. Hmm. Uh, I, I did a, a John's World where I talked about how I'm going to give the Washington Commanders another chance. Oh. Um, and I actually, I, a couple of people emailed me. They were upset with me um, because I said what I said about the whole name change thing. Um, really? Well, I had said a bunch of white people are upset about that and the way I said it I can understand why these people were upset because obviously if people are offended by that it should be the, the Native Americans who would be offended by the term Redskins right when I said a bunch of white people what I was saying was it's it's a bunch of white people that are out there being the big complainers and, and doing all of that. The Native Americans weren't even the ones that were complaining. It was a bunch of white people that were complaining. And 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 I didn't I wasn't very clear about that. And that's not what I meant to talk about here today. But uh, I certainly didn't mean to offend anybody when I was talking about that um, because I, I'm not a Native American. So how, you know, how dare I talk about the term Redskins and whether or not it's offensive. Um, there are people that are offended by it, and, and I apologize about that. But anyway, listen, um, I'm already out. <laughs> oh, you are? And we are filming this. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the game is. The, I, we're filming this immediately after the loss to the Giants. Mm. Uh, when they lost to the Bears, I was like, well, they're both terrible teams, so one of them's got to lose. But when they lost to the Giants, I was like, you know what? This is same old, same old. It's been the same thing for 20 years. It's been all these high hopes in the beginning of the season. Oh, it's going to be so different this year. Now we got a new quarterback. We got new ownership. We got a new offensive coordinator. Oh, all of our prayers have been answered. No, still the same old nonsense. The team sucks, and they're an embarrassment to watch, and I will not watch them anymore. I'm considering becoming a Carolina Panthers fan. Whoa. They're bad too, but why wouldn't I? Well, I mean, it's a cat. Nobody's offend offended by that name either. And I'm going to be real. The Washington Commanders is a terrible name. I hate saying it. I hate mm. saying the Commanders. Yeah, I think that sounds stupid too. I mean, if I can understand them doing a name change, you know, I, I get that. But that was a dumb name to choose. There's been two NFL teams that have changed. No, there's been an NFL team and a Major League Baseball team that had Native American names 
that have changed. The Cleveland Indians changed to the Guardians, also terrible. Yeah. And then the Commanders. It, it, the Commanders is a terrible name. I hate it. I would have rather them named the team the Washington John Riggins. <laughs> oh. They never considered well, that, why, but I'm saying. Why? I mean, is the Chiefs still the Chiefs? I would think that would be they are, offensive, but the, the, too. Well, no. I mean, Chief is not, that's not an offensive, that's not a slang term to describe. That oh. That's a wow. high-ranking person. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's not an offensive thing. Um, but but yeah, they, they're still there. And then the Braves are still Braves. Uh, but Cleveland Indians and Washington Redskins both changed. And and I I get it, too. I don't like it because, you know, I was raised saying that. Um, but it's not up to me. Uh, but uh, the Guardians or and, and, and Commanders, yeah. that's terrible. Commanders is a horrible name. Hopefully the new owner does something about that. I'm not saying you have to go back to, to the other name, but don't go to Commanders. But you know what? You're not going to do it with me being a fan because I'm tired of it. I'm just. It sounds like they need a coach like Dan Polders. For uh, Mount Olive. The Mount Olive coach. <laughs> <laughs> or Deion Sanders. Uh, yeah, they, you know, I don't hate the coach. I just, I hate the team. <laughs> right. They're all a bunch of, anyway. I'm not going to watch football anymore. I didn't watch mm. A single game last year. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I watched Chris Stapleton do the national anthem, and then I was out. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm back to not watching football. And my hockey team sucks so far this year. So sports <gasps> no. is really bothering me well, this not, year. Well, not my hockey team. Well, that's true. Your field hockey team. But they're also my field hockey team. So They're 14-1. They're and one. Well, and the one is out of conference, so it doesn't count as far as in conference. They are, they actually won their conference, the South Atlantic Conference. They're the champs of that. Now it's on to probably the Nationals. That's exciting. That's exciting stuff, and that's going to be happening the weekend of, of Aquashella, which know. is unfortunate. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, there we go. There's our. John's world and Lisa's world. So there's it's a short episode today, 52 minutes so far. Wow. Hey, we got through it pretty quick. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to hand it off to you and let you uh, oh. wrap this thing up because that's how I do it. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> For people listening on audio, she just looked at me and said, no, I got to go pee. <laughs> that's just a joke. But anyways, thanks so much for hanging out with us it was a lot of fun and hopefully we get to meet some of you all at aquashella that'll be exciting and if we don't get to meet you then we'll see you next time maybe not me but john because of the you know the schedule of the podcast but anyways we will be in chat and we'll say hi to you and see you later bye <laughs>